it's kind of that same opening that they heard before and they're you know they're going and saying you know they've gotten more results in these are the updated results from the harding cox election and it's playing uh travis doesn't feel anything different right so the radio goes on the radio was off before and he had the kind of that annoying sound turns the radio back on it doesn't get any worse it doesn't go any less but it's still kind of there q no issue not anything affecting him and michael still the same yeah it's you still have that in the back you know he said he's it's there but it's not really bothering him but it's it's still that same intensity as it was before it hasn't gone away hasn't gone up um but the radio is playing where before it wasn't and betty kind of looks over to um looks over to travis and you know kind of points to her ear and kind of shrugs uh after the radio gets turned on he shrugs travis grabs the paper because I was going to say Hugh's counting his money, but yeah, you never count your money. At the table, <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Hugh has a very, very smug, happy look on his face and maybe maybe orders another drink from Betty. Um, Travis grabs the paper and maybe Matt, uh, Matt, Michael, while Stevie's up sitting by the the radio, he's told him to stop fidgeting with it. So you know, he's just standing there. So Michael maybe starts looking, you know, looking through the paper. So one of the articles that you both see on a paper is it mentions a guy named William Sobolewski and he's from Snowden Township, which is, you know, about 10 miles outside of Pittsburgh. There is a report of, you know, there's all kinds of stories about this historic uh, broadcast. And then of course the election results up to this point, things like that. But on there is this report from this farmer um, outside of Pittsburgh. that said that, um, it's a slug right underneath the stuff about the broadcast saying he called a reporter friend of his and said that you know last night he felt this strange humming in his head since about dinner time last night and he doesn't know what was going on the the article says the reporter asked him if he listened to the election results and he said he doesn't even own a radio so he doesn't know what this guy what the reporter's talking about you know he says well who's winning the election but yeah i wasn't listening to anything last night I was just sitting having dinner. Uh, I don't own a radio, so I don't know what what that what's going on. But that sounds a bit fishy to me, you know what the article says. But yeah, it's just some farmer guy outside of Pittsburgh saying he's got some weird humming noise in his brain and he doesn't own a radio. So he like you know smacks the paper and uh, and he you know slides it over towards you know Hugh and Michael and see right here this guy. He's 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 got the same thing. It's in the paper. So so the government's doing this is what you're saying. So like this whole like with the radio and the the first broadcast and it was like I don't care if that guy if that farmer wasn't around, but the the broadcast starts and then guess what? Everybody's got this thing. I tell you, the government is taking they're taking over us. They're no, taking over no, minds, no, man. No 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 no. What put it what it uh what it probably was is there's a uh there there was probably a solar flare and it uh and it created a uh. And electrostatic uh, feedback that uh, that probably just affected you know some people with uh, with uh, certain uh, brainwave frequencies or you know uh, you know I'm not I'm I'm, I'm no uh, I'm I'm no doctor or anything I'm just you know yeah uh, yeah use a lot of big words though you teach science or something I, I, I'm uh, yes electrical engineering. I think you've been. I think you've been listening to too many of those sci-fi shows on the radio. There, teach. 
Well, says the says the person talking about uh, uh, government mind control. Uh, that's different. Those that's real life. <laughs> <laughs> so while you guys are talking, uh, Betty comes over uh, and she says to um, you know she says to you guys. And she looks at Michael and she looks at uh, to tra- or she already talked to Travis. So she looked at Michael. Uh, and says, seems like this guy in the newspaper, does that sound like what the three of us we've been saying we've been having, right? That's a, he said a weird humming noise. He said, that, that's kind of, kind of, I think what we've got going on, right? That's, that's how I feel right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was just telling them. I just, I just seen it in a paper. It's weird, right? The guy said he didn't even have a radio. Yeah, so she looks at Michael and says, yeah, if we turned the radio on, and it seemed to be happening. But then this guy says he doesn't have a radio and it was happening. That doesn't make too much sense to me. What do you think, Michael? Uh, no, no, no. Like, uh, it's just uh, pure coincidence, probably. Doesn't seem like a coincidence if it's one happens and with it and one happens without it. it seems a bit strange to me. Um, I, I, I mean, yeah, I'm true. At that point, you do have uh, a certain certain variables that that we can now uh, account for, at least. She'll pull up a chair and, um, you know, chatting a bit. So uh, she looks over to the ashtray and then kind of looks to Travis and looks to the ashtray and looks back to Travis. And she pulls, I mean, his cigarettes are probably on the table. So <laughs> yeah, he, he pulls one up, lights it, passes it over to her. Okay, so she'll grab, she'll grab a cigarette and I'm assuming you're going to light it for her because that's what, mm-hmm. you know. What a gentleman does, and what a gentleman does in a speakeasy is he lights lights the lady's cigarette. So um, she says, "I don't know what you guys are thinking, but Stevie seems to be a bit upset that um, that you know some of his some of his regulars have this weird thing happening to him. You know, I think we looked at some of the whiskey stuff, and it seems to be all right. As I said, I tried it; it seems to be pretty good. Travis said it seemed to taste all right." But Stevie's a bit concerned about these weird, this weird stuff happening. You know, she looks down at the paper and said, "I, you know, I was, I was talking to Stevie. Uh, he wants to keep, you know, he wants to keep his business going. It's not, it's not like he can uh, make any money any other way. No one's going to be coming in for uh, seltzer or anything. Uh, so he's a bit concerned. So she, you know, takes a big drag on the cigarette and says, "If you could do Stevie a favor." Could you guys go out and talk to this guy in the newspaper? See what he has to say. Stevie kind of wants to see, wants to break that link. See if there is a link between this radio stuff and what's going on. Uh, And unfortunately, Jensen hasn't come back in yet today. So would you guys mind maybe taking a ride out to this guy's farm and maybe asking him a couple questions? Uh, She'll take another drag and say, Stevie said you can take his car to drive out, um, you know, because I don't know how how prevalent having a car is. You know, I don't know if Travis would have one, Michael would have one. I don't think uh, Michael probably makes enough money to have his own car. Well, Hugh probably <laughs> does, but I don't know if you would have a car. Nope, nope, <laughs> nothing, nothing to, nothing to pin him, pin him if he, you know, does something. So yeah, nope. Okay, so so she'll stay. She'll say, you know, I was chatting with Stevie this morning before before we opened, and you know, so he said if 
you know, you guys seem to, to know a bit more about it than anyone else. No one else seemed to be having any issues. You know Stevie. Stevie knows you guys. So he said if you could do him a favor uh, and maybe go talk to this guy to see if uh, if you can find anything out, either to uh, say it's all a bunch of hokum or get some evidence or get some evidence so he can go back to uh, to Jensen when he finally shows up. You know, she throws her head up in the air. And, you know, just to, to make sure we don't want to be scaring all of our regulars away from the, the place selling either bad whiskey or hurting everybody's brains with the radio. Stevie seems really attached to that radio, so I don't think we're going to get away with him not playing it all the time. So it might be worth trying to figure out what was going on with it. I don't know, baby. That's a pretty big ask. Uh, what's uh, what's in it for us? I mean, the egghead here probably want to collect some some data points, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, I can talk to Stevie. Uh, go ahead, do we get clear that tab, huh? <laughs> make a charm roll. <laughs> I'll try to make a charm roll. <laughs> Pair twos. (laughs) (laughs) Coming down off that high. Mm -hmm. He's like sweating profusely. Uh, Clear that tap. She'll kind of look at you and kind of arch up her eyebrow and say, uh, I don't know about clearing tabs. Um, That was challenging. So you missed it by one. So let's say that's a no, but I got, I've got a, a positive unless you can have, unless you have one. Uh, if we keep it on that, I would say maybe like knocks, you know, 20 bucks off the tab or something like that. I, I was thinking, so she'll say, you know, you know, she raises her eyebrow a bit and says, yeah, I don't think we'll be able to clear that tab. But but, you know me, I've got those quick hands. So one for you for one for me, maybe I'll be able to slip you a few more one for you's whenever I'm making some drinks. Um, so, yeah, so so either she'll make you some heavies or, you know. She'll only bill, you know, she'll only put on a tab if you get like two drinks, she'll only charge you for one and stuff like that. I'm trying to think what she would do. I guess I guess that would be for everybody, right? It's not like it's not like she can say to Hugh, um, you know, Stevie put Stevie knows what Hugh does and he hasn't kicked him out, right? So Stevie's always or Hugh's always here. So it's not like he can do anything more for him on that front, unless but I guess the role was just kind of Travis's role. Yeah. But She'll say, I'm in a good mood. So if you do this for CV, I'll make sure you get some more uh, liquid rewards out of it than um, than you normally would get whenever I'm serving you. And Stevie said he'll pay for, uh, well, of course, he's going to pay for your gas mileage or the, it's his car. But yeah, if you guys will do this, do this favor for him, I'll make sure you uh, will definitely come out the ahead and the end on the old tab front. Uh, I mean, I, I guess, what do you, what do you, what are you guys thinking? You got anything going on, Hugh? I don't know. It seems like uh, this is going to be taking a piece out of my business, you know. So she'll she'll look over to to Hugh and say, "I'm not saying you have to go tonight. Um, obviously, you don't want to be driving around at night, and this is the the time when you get to your most business." So Stevie said, "You guys can go ahead and take the car tomorrow morning. He's not going to be needing it, and it's not like you the place is open." early anyway so Hugh unless you've got some other action going on there's nothing really going on here at that time uh, Hugh kind of like uh, squints his eyes at her and he says well 
Stevie's always been good good with me, so I suppose I can do this one thing for him, I guess. I was going to say, we could have we could have Betty make a charm roll. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let me do that. So, a waitress in a speakeasy. I'm trying to think. Her charm level is going to be pretty high, right? I would assume. I imagine it's got to be at least a three, right? Yeah, right. that's what I was thinking was a three. Tight so, dress. Yeah. You know, there's a flapper dresses were pretty short, right? Like I'm, I'm, you know, she's all done up. And I'm assuming the first line of defense, if you know someone is trying to rat rat Stevie out or rat you guys out, the first line of defense is going to be the woman batting eyelashes at him. You know, if he's a copper coming in, so yeah, it's, mm. yeah, three. Let's do three. The charm she probably has some kind of skill too, right? I'd give her at least a plus one and something. Okay, so we'll say six. Um, or no, we won't say a six. It is a five plus one, and we'll say the it was three. And we'll say the DL was three because I think that's what I had John roll on. Um, so she'll look over to Hugh and say, um, "So that's a yes." And so for her, yeah, yeah. So how would we play that? It's something positive for her. We go do it. <laughs> well, no, no, I guess that's the yes, right? I mean, that's yeah, the that's yes, the, yeah. And. I, I was thinking of an, uh, the and would be a positive for Hugh, but if she's rolling it, it's not really a positive for you. Yeah. Um, but let's do this because she's building relationships, right? So she'll say, uh, okay, so you, you guys will do it, but then she'll say, um, I, I really appreciate this, guys, and I'll make sure I keep my uh, keep my eyes out for anything going on here. And she'll look to Hugh and say, you know, I do I do have some friends who were some waitresses at some other uh, establishments maybe that you don't know about. Maybe I can put you in contact with them to see what's going on over there. And kind of winks at him. Yeah. And I'll even kind of add on that. Like I, he, he likes to pick the people that he's interested in stuff like that. And he doesn't, it's not that she's not attractive. He's just not, he's just not interested in her or whatever, but like he appreciates what she does so let's just i i would say that like when she gets him stuff there like he tips more than usual just because he trusts her more than he trusts a lot of people so that sounds good okay so she'll go over and um you know she'll she'll talk to well first she'll get a round of drinks for everybody so she she brings back a round of drinks and you know kind of says like yeah already keeping my end of the bargain and kind of sashays away uh, and then you know you see her go talk to um, go talk to Stevie, and he kind of looks over and he shakes his head and kind of mouths thank you to you guys, and you know kind of waves. Uh, so you know she said you guys can go tomorrow morning. You don't have to go tonight. Uh, you know it's getting a bit later. Uh, he's turned the broadcast on. Uh, election results are coming through. No other effects for you guys. No effect for Hugh. Everyone else seems to be all right. Uh, nothing going on. So when when Betty came back. You know, she'll say, before you guys go out tonight, I can either give you one of you guys the keys tonight or, you know, you can just maybe swing by tomorrow to grab the keys for the car. You said a Model T. I said a 1920 Nash. So it can be either. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So, okay. So it's a Nash. So you got a 1920 Nash. Um, so she says, you know, you can swing by tomorrow and pick up the keys. And, you know, if you guys are going to be staying a bit later tonight, I'll make sure I, uh, I keep the rounds coming. And, you know, she'll walk back over to Stevie. That sounds good. I at some point, Travis wanders away and, and takes a couple of drops from his uh, bottle of morphine. 
So if you want me to make a check on that or. Yeah, let's do that because it's normally what you do, but you're also a bit more on edge and you've got this stupid damn thing in your head. So, you know, you're. Yeah, let's yeah, let's do a roll. Why not? Uh, it's going to be a four total. Okay, so that would be a yes. Oh, you nailed it. So, yeah, so you took it. You're feeling good. Maybe the 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 effects are what you expected of it, and maybe even it's had a bit of an effect that that annoying thing in the back of your head's kind of not you're not noticing it as much. Maybe that's because you know it's whatever you did last night with Hugh didn't seem to work too well. But yeah, you know, yeah. just going back to the old tried and true, that seems to be that seems to be doing all right for you right yep. now. So it hits him the way he expects. He just sort of mellows. His eyes are a little glassy. You know, sit at the table, you know, make small talk and like, uh yeah, so what uh what do you what, what do you think about this guy? You, you know, you think there's there's something going on there? Like what uh, I don't I don't know what uh he expects that we're gonna you know, we're gonna find out, right? Like I mean the guy's just a farmer. Uh yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I I, I honestly don't think that we're gonna find much when we head up there. It's you know, but it, it, it's it's Stevie, so you know he's 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 done us a lot of good. So so I figure we can do him some good. Yeah, a couple a couple of minutes for a couple of minutes of our time for a couple of drinks. Yeah, that's not a bad deal. So he like kind of absolutely sort of touches his nose at any points at you, and he's like, "See, that's why I like you." Oh, I thought you were doing that because it that was feeling good. You were touching your nose. Not, <laughs> not no, he's just kind of like at, like you know his elbows on the table, and he's just kind of like you know tapping and then kind of like pointing his hands, like exaggerated pointing. <laughs> <laughs> like all like everything from before has been forgotten. Like it wasn't it wasn't even that he was really mad at Hugh per se, right? Like. Yeah, it's one of those things where you're mad at yourself, but you need to kind of lash out. So, yeah. like, I was the like, he was the closest guy to him. So, yeah. Is he, Hugh your hookup for the morphine? Also, he is. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, no. So the so there is no morphine. It's or or yeah, it's, it's morphine. It's morphine. Yeah, yeah. There's no heroin. <laughs> Kurt keeps saying heroin. Now I'm all confused. I, I said it once. I said it <laughs> once. <laughs> I'm so sorry. My brain is shot. No, so yeah, he's he's my hookup. Like that's how we know each other. You know, it's like Pineapple Express. Although we don't have like, well, I guess we are going to have Grand Adventures. So maybe it is like Pineapple Express. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so unless there's anything more you guys want to chat about, um, I guess we didn't ask Michael. Well, Michael did say he's he's up for going. He doesn't expect anything major to come out of it. But yeah. you guys are all good to go. So. Does. I bet. I bet the. I bet the guy has like, like a like a son or a daughter that that secretly has a little makeshift ham radio in the in the farm in the farmhouse that they've been playing with, where they're stringing some wires, right? Like all the new electricity <laughs> right. is coming in. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so do, so Michael hasn't made that many rolls, but we'll save that a bit. Does does Hugh want to make another roll to see how it's because what's going to happen now is you know you guys are just it's a normal night the things playing. Travis is in a better state of mind, right? He's not. He he's mellowed out a bit. The 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 thing's still there, but it's not bothering them. Obviously, mm-hmm. Hugh's not affected, so Hugh's just doing his normal stuff. Michael says, you know, it's still there, but it's not paying in any mind, and 
you know, now he's at a place, you know, this still, still is part of history, this, you know, this cool thing, listening to radio. And now he has someone else to talk to, um, you know, find out some more information about this radio thing. So I was assuming the rest of this night was just, you know, some normal being in the bar kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. Betty comes over, talks to you guys, to Travis. Hugh, do you want to make a roll to see how business is tonight? Just to, just to throw in another, another roll to have it. Sure. I like, I like rolling. Okay, so a charm of the streetways. Uh, that's a five. You said that would be uh, yes and something positive. So I would say, yeah, business is good again tonight. And maybe, unless you had an and, Kurt, I was going to say maybe everyone else seems to like Grandpa's cough medicine. It seems to be a big hit, even though nice. Travis doesn't seem to be too happy <laughs> yeah. with it. Yeah, no, that's a, good, that's a good and because, you know, he he he's always positive about his stuff but you know the let's just say the the thing that happened with Travis didn't really shake him but it's also kind of like it's kind of nagging him in the back of his mind he's like this this shit is good i know what it is you know i just have to find the right person you know, it's, it's couple, good to see yeah it's good to see a drug dealer with standards <laughs> that's right <laughs> hey even as low as they may be i still got them so <laughs> Nice. Okay. At some point, you just like look over and give Travis like the fucking hard squint, like, mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm assuming Travis isn't going to want to try again tonight because he's already got a he's already in a good mood as it is, so he doesn't want to harsh that buzz by trying that again. Not that not to say that he won't try it again. I'm sure you always come back around, right? You're going to try that again. But not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. You're feeling good. Yeah, he's he's in a good spot. Okay. So yeah, the rest of the night is just you know the normal stuff like we said last night. Uh, Michael is, hmm, how are we going to do this? Let's say tomorrow is an inset day. I don't know if they would call them an inset day at school, right? But, um, uh, just from my past experience going to school in Pittsburgh in November, they usually had a couple of days of school that were teacher days, but that ended up being like the first day of hunting season. So school was off. So let's just say no, for some reason school's off tomorrow. So you can go in the morning, you know, with everyone else. So you don't necessarily have to go the same time you did before because, you know, you have school. But I'm mm-hmm. assuming everyone else is. Maybe, Michael, unless you have something, maybe you're hanging up listening to the radio, talking with Stevie a bit more since you don't have to rush home. Because, you know, this is, you know, this is a, a broadcast, so you're a bit mm-hmm. more intrigued now. Oh, yeah. You're just sitting listening. Then, you know, Travis is just sitting there mellowed out. Yeah, maybe he's not rushing to get home tonight because uh, he's feeling a bit better. And then Hugh's just working the room doing business. So nothing else specifically happens for the rest of the night unless there's anything you guys want to want to have happen or or do. Yeah. Michael's good, uh, just kind of hanging out, sipping his rum and coke, and uh, kind of fiddling with the wires. Yeah, I, I I think while you're at the table, he would just make small talk and bullshit. You know, yeah. when Betty came by, he'd flirt. You know, maybe even like more exaggeratedly since he's like in a pretty good spot, you know, like maybe more than than what would be like our normal playful, playful banter. And she's probably a bit flirty back to you a bit more also. I mean, because you said she she knows you guys, you guys are always or you two specifically, you know, you're always chatting and stuff and flirting. But, you know, you seem to be in a good mood. 
she's happy because you guys said you would do this favor for Stevie because maybe Stevie's been driving her nuts all morning and all afternoon about about this. So she's in a better mood now because, you know, you guys are helping him out a bit. So, yeah, she's been a bit more flirty, too. Um, so in general, she's being a bit more flirty with everybody. But to you, it's more flirty than usual. You know, she's maybe a little bit more because, you know, you guys are doing her a favor. And she's, you know, she's making sure that two for one, it's not an official two for one or a happy hour, but she's making sure, you know, you guys are, you guys are being taken care of. So the night passes with nothing going on. So Hugh's happy because Hugh's had a good night. Uh, he's gotten some good reviews. He made some good business. Travis is happy because he's not on as on edge as he was the night before. He's feeling pretty good. So unless there's anything specific that Travis has through the night, he gets a good night's sleep. As good a night as sleep as he can normally get, right? Well, and then I was going to say, so like, I, I don't know that it's interesting to roll that, but should we roll it? You know, would that be like a psyche check to see, like, how restful sleep is? Like, I'm not trying to hamstring the character, but... No, I would say, so for you and Michael, it might be worth doing that. You know, because, you know, so this is, you know, this would be the the second day of this kind of weird thing in the back of your head. Right. So, yeah. uh, Michael, Michael said, told Stevie he's yeah. Oh, it's just there, but you know, it is having effect. So mm-hmm. yeah, let's, let's make a roll. He's fine. He's like, yeah, he's, he's good to go. He's had a good night. I got a four. Okay. Five and six. Okay. So four would be nailed it precisely. So you, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's it's sleeping, right? It's not really hard to sleep, but it's a bit harder for you. And, uh-huh. you know, isn't isn't nailing the DC though, and no butt? No, but he he was got plus one. It was the DC was three. Oh, so it was, that's it okay. Was, it was challenging. Um, if I said difficult, sorry, no, it was challenging. Sorry. All right. Um, yeah, I did say not. I'm just trying. I'm I just trying to screwge on over. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, so for then, Michael, it would be yes and something positive. So, yeah, he gets a good night's sleep. And unless you can think of a positive thing, maybe it, 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 it's even a better night's sleep because, A, you don't have school tomorrow, and, B, you know, you're digging more into this, this weird thing going on with uh, maybe the radio, whatever, the broadcast. So, you know, it is kind of exciting. You're kind of you're getting geeked up for that. So mm-hmm. he's, like, right. he's like a little kid when he, they don't have school tomorrow. He's like, yes, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> not even a snow day you don't have to try to look out the window it's just and warm. and the uh the what was it? what's it called the uh the oh what is the the wagon thing from music man from what dang it there's a whole song about it music man uh, john it's called the musical mind. have you ever seen have you ever heard of that I, no, I don't. No. I don't I'll watch say, musicals. I'll say, I'll I've never seen Sears, it. Sears <laughs> delivers my new spanner wrench. <laughs> <laughs> or it doesn't like. Was, it's nice outside, right? Like we get to make the the drive. Maybe not with the top down because it's Pittsburgh in November, but November. Yeah. But there's no snow, right? Like there's no. It's Pittsburgh in the nineteen twenty uh, in nineteen twenty. So it's probably shit all in the sky too right, right. yeah well, yeah. used to change their shirt twice a day kind of thing but it is a nice day because you're also going out of the city so you're going south park is not near where all of and it is actually called south park that's not there is a place called south park um 
you know, it's not where all the mills are at. And so it's, it's nice clear sky when you're going out. Yeah, so let's say that. So, you know, you got, unless there's anything specifically you guys want to talk to Betty and Stevie about, you know, maybe you guys show up, check out the car, get the keys. Who's going to drive? Who has drive skill? Who has operate heavy machinery? Nobody. So, like, I mean, if, if you, like, modern day, right? Like, if you were like, hey, I'm going to send an email, you wouldn't roll for it because everybody knows how to use a computer. But if you wanted to, like, hack the system, yeah, then you have to make a roll. So, right? So assuming that no one chases us and we'd have to make any maneuvers, like I think anybody could drive. Yeah. Would, would yeah, I mean, cars, cars have been around for like almost 20 years at yeah. this point. I guess we, we have maybe driven at some point in time. Plus, would Travis have any experience from the war? That's what I'm trying to think. What? Uh, no, he's probably an infantryman, right? I mean, that was mo- they brought tanks in like later. Yeah. And, and yeah. planes a little bit. I mean, but, driving like a driving like a like a Jimmy or something like that. I mean, he might have some experience at the dock, maybe moving stuff around. They, I don't. They don't have forklifts then, do they? <laughs> That's now. I'm assuming it's all. But I, yeah, I'm not going to make you guys roll for driving because I'm assuming at least you've driven something, right? Because it is kind of a novelty, even if you don't own one. I'm sure right. you knew someone who had a car or whatever. And also, right, you're not going, you're not whipping down the interstate at 70 miles an hour. You're, it is, you know, you're topping out at about 30, right? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> Hugh takes the subway because there's always potential for new customers. So he's never driven Smart. in his life. Taking all the trolley cars. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So oh, let's see. Let's see who's driving. Just so I was going to say, one two is Travis. Three four was Michael, and five six was Hugh. And I rolled a one, so Travis is driving. Okay, so I guess when they get there, you know, he's like, "All right, well, so, uh, so, so, what do you think we're gonna find out then? Like, what do you, you have any, uh, what do you want us to ask around?" Uh, so it's gonna be Betty talking to you, right? So she's just gonna say, "I don't know." Stevie just seems to be a bit bothered by you know us being affected by this and then this guy being affected by this but then us having a radio and him saying he doesn't so he just wants to try to if it comes down to i think if it comes down to brass tacks and it's either get rid of the radio or get rid of our whiskey supplier he just wants to be able to make that decision and you know she kind of looks at michael and goes he really does like that radio but I think, you know, business comes before uh, novelty. So I think Stevie's just trying to trying to see, you know, which way he's got to make a decision on. So, uh, you know, if if you can just find out a bit, bit of information from this guy, um, that will help Stevie make the decision. He doesn't want to he doesn't want to, you know, cut off his foot and it find out it's the, you know, his hand that's causing the problem. So, you know, if it's the radio, then we'll go find Jensen and chuck that radio back and get him the pays tab or. No, we'll get rid of those guys that are bringing down the whoever bringing in that 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 batch of whiskey, and we'll have to find another supplier. All right, fair enough. Um, he uh, he looks over to the car and says, uh, "I guess I'll drive." And she kind of tosses you the keys, the old movie movie montage where she chucks you the keys and you grab them, and mm. everybody gets into the car. It looks <laughs> like it's a fairly biggish car, so it's not yeah too bad. 
So nice space and room. I don't know who's riding shotgun though. I'll leave that up to Michael and Hugh. I know. I'll. Uh, Michael will see where Hugh wants to sit. Where? Hugh, would, Hugh always sits in the back. He never wants. That's to what be I figured. You don't want people behind you, right? Yeah, you want to have your back against the wall. Exactly. So. <laughs> okay, so it's about a thirty-minute drive. So what would that be? Did we say thirty miles an hour top? So maybe let's say it's five miles outside of Pittsburgh. Uh, thirty. Yeah. So it's, it yeah, it's thirty. More. Yeah, it's a thirty-minute drive, but it's, it takes thirty minutes to get there. Um, yeah. It used to take me like 15 minutes, but yeah, so we'll double that saying it takes 30 minutes to get there. Um, and, it, you, you know, you're, you're going out from the city. Uh, it's a little bit more rural. Houses are a bit more spaced out. Um, and you're actually getting into, you know, kind of more farmland kind of thing. And you're just pulling up to um, – because at the time, right, so this guy's in the newspaper. So they put his address in the newspaper, right, at the time. Sure. It was like you're not about getting doxxed or anything. So yeah. this, this yeah. guy lives here. So you go out and, uh, you know, it's just a, a little farmhouse out in Snowden Township, which is in South Park. Uh, and like I said, the guy's name was William Soboleski. So you kind of pull in to the front and gravel, pull up to the little white clapboard house, you know, a, little, a, a few small fields around him. It looks like it's mostly, um, you know, not subsistence. So, but he's growing stuff for himself, right? It's not like he's got like big, huge fields out. You know, he just has some like garden, garden plots around. Uh, and when you pull in, so uh, I guess go up and. Well, before know. we get to the door, yeah, he's like, uh, uh, teach. Maybe you should talk to this guy. You, you, you got away with the kids, right? So maybe. Uh, Maybe you could uh, maybe you could talk us through this, huh? I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can uh, I can I can talk to the guy and and figure it out. It should it should be easy. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, because I don't. I mean, I move freight all day. I don't. You know, I talk to you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, no problem. Okay, so Michael's gonna be the face. Then he's gonna go up and. Well, I'm assuming you guys are all gonna go up, but Michael's gonna be the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The door. Okay. He'll be the one to knock on the door and be in front. Okay. Michael has a one in charm. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a plus one in persuade, though, so we'll see. Let's see, there see. you go. Yeah. Okay, so I guess you guys are walking up to the front door. Michael's going to knock on the front door. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Michael knocks on the door. Older guy, let's say probably mid to late 60s. I was going to say an old guy in his like seventies or eighties, but yeah, I don't think <laughs> the chance of we'll say especially late, a yeah. especially a farmer uh, in his late sixties, mid to late sixties, comes to the comes to opens the door and says, uh, "Yeah, can I help you?" Uh, um, um, yeah, yes. Uh, sorry. Um, uh, we were here. We read your story in in the newspaper and uh, and just had some some questions. Oh, that about the about that noise thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You said it was a it was it was a hum, uh, almost almost kind of like kind uh, uh, kind of like a uh, you know when you get something uh, stuck in your ear, or if, uh, or if, you know you 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 accidentally touch uh, a, a live uh, a live wire. So he kind of looks at Michael and says, "Just." 
you picked this up just from reading the paper and you wanted to come talk to me about it or is- uh, uh and uh, no no we um we we know some uh some people who have been uh having kind of the the same uh same reaction and he was you know he started to close the door a bit but then he opened you know he kind of creeps it back out a bit and steps out so so you you know some people or you know what i'm talking about yeah i uh, i uh, yeah yes 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 uh um um both both accounts and so he kind of looks he looks back around and looks at Hugh and Travis those two guys have it or just but, someone uh, else uh, you know? no uh, no um no yeah, no yeah no yeah, yes I, don't yes no <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's, it's in the, the buzz it's a buzz yeah weird a weird sound humming like right in the back of your head right and it won't go away no yeah, what you, do. you you didn't did you did you ever fight in a war? I mean, not not in the last one. You look a, no offense. You look a little old for that. So if he's in his sixties in nineteen twenty, that would be nineteen fifty five. Yeah, he still um, he would have been in his fifties still. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah what was the Spanish American War or whatever? Like yeah, that's what yeah, right, yes. yeah. So actually, yeah, he probably would have been in like his twenties at that point. So I was going to say, yeah. So he said, yeah, a little too young for the Civil War, a little too old for the Great War. But I was down in – he wasn't on the main, right, because the main got sank, got sunk. But, yeah, the I was in the Spanish-American War. Um, but, yeah, I don't think – from what I've read about the Great War, I don't think any of that – we didn't have to deal with any of that kind of stuff. It was more uh, cavalry charges and stuff like that. So, yeah, but, yeah – can't be that i never had this i never had this before you know even at, even in the war you know firing guns i never i never had this kind of thing it's just this right, right in the back right in my ear right in the back of my head it's and it, it's been since the other night and it hasn't gone away uh no matter what i do it, it won't go away and then he reaches into his overalls and pulls out this you know little tin flask and takes a sip of the flask no matter what i do it doesn't go away and he puts it back <laughs> into his Puts it back into the pocket in the front of his uh, overalls. But I wasn't doing anything right. different at that time. I was just was just out was out working fertilizing. I, mean, I guess because nothing's grown. It's November. I was out fertilizing my you know these little plots uh, before winter really sets in. Uh, went in and sat down for some supper, and it was just all of a sudden I was sitting there eating, and all of a sudden just this weird this weird this weird feeling this weird thing in my head just all of a sudden. Uh, you 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 don't happen to have any um, any any uh, electronics or uh, maybe a uh, a bigger car or tractor or um, like a, a radio or of of some sort. No, don't have that big of a field. It's just all you know stuff I grow for myself. Don't have anything mechanical like that. Uh, don't have a radio. The only the only reason I heard about this radio thing was uh, that my neighbor next door. Uh, he came over that night after after it started, and he was telling me about it. Yeah, so I don't have a radio. He's got a radio. He's not even really a he's not even really uh, a farmer though. No. Uh, uh, where where uh, where where does he live exactly? Uh, he's the guy that lives next door. His old man gave him a bunch of money. Uh, he said he has a radio. Uh, said he moved out here to go dig in the dirt and pretend he's a farmer. Uh, he's not really a farmer, but yeah, he's the one that came over and told me 
about this radio thing. That, that's why I called my friend who was that reporter because I had this weird thing. And then, you know, that, that, that pompous guy over there was telling me about radio, but yeah, I'd, nothing. Yeah. I don't have any of that. He may have one. He said he does, but yeah, I wasn't listening to anything. And he pu- pulls out the flask again, takes another drink. Yeah. And he kind of, he, at that point, Michael kind of shoots Travis and Hugh, a, like a knowing look of like, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, where, where, where'd that guy come from? See, he, he's not a, uh, he's not from around here. Is he? No, he's a fancy pants guy from the city. Um, I guess his his dad has a bunch of money. He said he moved out here, uh, get away from the city. He was wasn't doing his health any good. He's he's a young guy. What is he talking about? How his his health's bad? But yeah, so he he lives over there, and yeah, he he was mentioning something about that election stuff on that broad that radio thing. Uh, 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 do you uh, do do you know uh, do you know his name? Uh, Nigel. His name's Nigel. Nigel McGahey. Nigel McGahey. Does that name does that name sound familiar at all? Hmm. Nigel McGahey doesn't. Um, let's do. What kind of role can we do? Would that be brains? Just like a. Yeah. So yeah. Let's do, I mean, let's do a, everybody can make a brains roll. Like a trivia kind of thing. Yeah. Really? Did you see the paper? Yeah. That's a five. A four. Six. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, so the four is. That would be yes, but something negative. Hmm. What can we do? So you. So that would be Travis rolled the four, right? Yes. Uh, Travis. Travis has heard that that last name McGahey. Maybe not Nigel McGahey, but he's heard McGahey. Um, let's say that Travis has heard that name, but whenever he's heard that name, you know it's people grumbling about it. So down on the docks, maybe all the workmen talking about it. Uh, he doesn't get anything. He doesn't any, know anything really too much about it, but something about rich guy, not giving back that kind of thing. So you have heard the name, but you don't have, you know, it's not really, you're not very clear, but it's just kind of w- rumors and stuff you hear from all the guys down on the docks. on the. On the so maybe there. he just blurts that out then. He was like, yeah, I, I hear, uh, I don't know about that guy, but I, that name, his dad must be a cheap son of a bitch. And then, yeah, so Soboleski kind of looks at you and, you know, nods his head and goes, that wouldn't surprise me uh, for that, you know, puffed up guy next door. That would make sense to me. So what would be a five? Five is exceeds by one, but nailed it. Okay, so yeah, so Michael has heard the name before. Uh, McGahey, um, and he's just seen it in the paper, uh, kind of like in the business section, you know, investor guy. And I guess specifically for Michael, you know, that name McGahey kind of is around whether it was the um, the broadcast itself, you, you've heard that name, and it's usually someone quoted um, speaking for the company talking about the broadcast and what it can offer and things like that. So the last name, McGahey, not Nigel McGahey, but you do recognize that McGahey name. And Q got a six. So that would be yes and. So Hugh has heard the name before, 
and he's actually heard a different name though. The name is Forrest McGahey, and that is something he's read about in an investor in the company that was behind, you know, setting up the the stuff for the broadcast. So whether that was the actual radio station itself or you know some investors behind it, the name is Forrest McGahey. He, he's been in the press about building up to the broadcast, talking about it. And I guess, you know, from Hugh's assumption, it would be this Nigel guy. From what Sobolewski's saying, obviously this Nigel guy is this Forrest McGahey's son. So Hugh would be like, hmm, McGahey. Forrest McGahey. I think he's the one that's... I think he's the the dad, the money behind... He's the dad of Nigel. He's the money behind the radio station. I wonder if the radio station's doing all this weird stuff to everybody. Maybe he's controlled by the government, huh? Yeah, might be, might be. See, see, everyone hey, calling me crazy maybe. until it actually, until it, until it adds up. Maybe, maybe it could be uh, that you know something, something of this uh, scale has has never actually been done before. So, so maybe it's just, uh, uh, maybe just the the strength of the signal that's uh, that's kind of uh, you know messing with some people's some people's uh, brainwaves. Sure, sure, sure. It's all just an accent. We'll be able to clear it up. So, so Bolesky will kind of look around and say, I don't know how much other information I got for you guys. Uh, I told that reporter pretty much all I know. I was eating dinner. All of a sudden, all this weird feeling in my head. Then my snooty neighbor came over and started talking about some kind of broadcast. And, and that's kind of what it is. And that thing's still going on. You guys don't know a way to get rid of this, do you? And he takes another slug of his, uh, of his flask. Uh, no, I just, that's just a couple of days now, you know, like sticks his fingers or wiggles it around. I, I, I thought it was, uh, from all the, all the artillery in the war, but maybe not. I mean, you, you didn't serve. I, I don't know what's going on. He kind of like tries to like uh, pop, like pop his ear, you know, like opens his mouth with pop his ear. Mm-hmm. What uh? What 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 uh? What what time did you have uh? Dinner that this that this kind of started. Let's say the broadcast started at seven o'clock. Uh, hmm. So Sobolewski says, um, "Yeah, I got done working. Uh, obviously, the sun goes down a bit earlier now, so I was doing a bit of work. Went in, was relaxing for a bit, fell asleep on the chair. Uh, I think by the time I started eating, it was probably you know." Quarter to seven, ten to seven, when I started eating, I hmm. uh, was getting ready to finish up, uh, finish my drink, and go put stuff in the sink. And, um, you know, it just all started when it happened just when I was sitting there, right when I was getting and, ready to go and, turn. And, uh, and, and uh, Nigel came by after, after that, you said? Yeah, he came by to brag, saying it's this big history thing. And, you know, he was listening to it and, no, I can't listen to it because I don't have a radio. And he was talking about, you know, his old man and, you know, this radio thing. It was, yeah, it was after this all started, all this weird thing. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank, thank you. Uh, so while you're talking to him, Travis is just sort of like looking around to see. So they're all the five on awareness just to kind of get a, like a lay of the land. You know, they're high tension wires being put in or like, you know, uh, you know, phone poles or like, you know, anything that maybe would make a buzz or, uh, I don't know, does anything seem weird? You know, like he's always kind of, 
in that space. So when you look around, you know, you see kind of where this Bill's, Will, William Sobolewski's plot is. And then there's that other farmhouse, which you're assuming is where McGahee lives. Uh, you know, it's a couple minute walk away, but you can see it. Um, there are kind of some lines strung up, but um, they're not like super close to the property. I'm trying to think how this would work in time, right? Because um, everything would be above above ground, yeah, ground, ground, right? Yeah. So there are, you know, there are obviously because if McGahey has a radio, there's obviously some electrification out here. Yeah. But it's not like it's it's not running over the house. It's not, you know, there's not like a he's not like on a, a main street, so it's not like poles going down the street. Um, but there is there are some around, but they are set back a bit. Um, but then would those be underground? Let's just say, yeah, the main, the main lines of them, the poles are further out, not close to the house, but yeah, there probably is something that comes up and you have like the big, those big black things that stick out of the side of the house where everything's hooked in, but you don't hear anything, right? There's no buzz. You don't hear anything. There's not that, like when you're standing under a power line that's unshielded, like you don't hear any of that, any of that kind of thing. Everything looks normal, you know, looks like November fields for however much you would actually know what that means. Like everything looks like it was tilled over. There might be like stacked hay, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's so he, you know, he said he was out fertilizing the fields, you know, putting them in because it's uh, a fat, you know, it's fallow now. But yeah, everything's all dug up. Everything's been all weeded and everything. Everything looks in order. And he said this isn't his like it's not like a production farm. It's just his stuff. That he yeah, family farm. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, everything looks everything looks normal and good. Okay, so he just you know pulls that cigarette, lights it, takes a deep drag. You know, kind of like looks around and says, "I don't know." Uh, he didn't ask us to talk to this uh, McGahey guy, but I mean, if we're here, you guys want to guys want to go over and see. I mean, you, Hugh. If you think that uh, his dad's the uh, one behind the broadcast, then maybe we could, uh, maybe we could find something out. It makes sense. I'm kind of it's weird. I don't really care about this stuff you normally, but I'm kind of intrigued. I mean, it's just weird, right? I mean, yeah. Well, again, it this stuff happens, and then all of a sudden, everybody's you know, a, lots of people have this. I mean, I mean, I, I, it can't be a coincidence. Did you talk to any of your other neighbors? Anybody else have any kind of weird uh, thing? What about the guy with the paper? Did he say anything? Uh, no. So don't have that many neighbors out here. Just that guy next door. The guy from the newspaper, I just called him because he's a friend of the family. And I just thought it was kind of strange after, you know, McGay, he came over and talked to me. Uh, he didn't tell me he heard anything else about it, but I just wanted to give him, you know, Maybe if I could put something, maybe I should have mentioned McGahey's name in that article. Maybe just to put the boot in for him because he's he's unbearable to deal with, you know, snobby guy living next door. But no, the reporter said he hadn't heard anything. Um, but this was, you know, I called him. How would he call him? Yeah. So he has a phone. So when when Michael asked him before, he has a phone. That's about it, right? Or it's the main phone. Um, mm. Yeah. So I called him that night. Um he didn't say anything. He was just interested in, uh, you know, to something to tie in to put under that article about the this big broadcast that everybody, this big radio thing that everybody is talking about. But yeah, nothing. He didn't say anything back to me. He just wanted a bit of information, uh, and it was just me more venting about my annoying neighbor. So it was me me doing a lot of talking, not him doing a lot of talking. 
Well, maybe it's a good thing you didn't use his name. If he was, if he's a pain now, it would be even worse if you put his name in the paper. <laughs> well, exactly. But yeah, I think uh, he he might have t- turned it the other way. I think he he's the type of person expects his name to be in the paper. So maybe maybe me not doing it, maybe it was a a better dig at him than if I did put his name in the paper. Hmm. He seems like one of those kind of guys. He just nods approvingly. He's a dock worker. He gets it. <laughs> <laughs> We set the set the house on fire when we leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I did say it's a couple minute walk to McGahee's. Let's say it's a couple minute drive. So it is a bit. It's probably like away. a half a mile, right? Like at yeah, least you can see it. Yeah, you can see it, but it's not like right next door. So you know, it is a drive over. So country um, neighbor. Yeah, ex- exactly right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, so Bolesky will you know says. Uh, Anything else you need from me, guys? Or uh, if you want to go talk to that that blowhard, yeah, he's over there. It's not like he's got much else to do, so he should be home right now. It's still early. It's not like he has a. It's not like he has to go to work or anything. Thank you, Ed. thank you for, uh, for for talking with us. Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. We we appreciate it for sure. <laughs> we didn't know if you were going to answer the door. bunch of bunch of strange guys pull up to your house. It's not like I have too many other people to talk to, so it's nice to talk to someone. And then, yeah, do me a favor. If you do find out what's going on with this ringing thing, you can get rid of it. Make sure you let me know. I don't think uh, I don't think my home remedies have been working very well. That's still sticking around. I know how you feel. All right. So, are you guys walking back to? He's you know he's gonna turn around. He's an old farmer guy, right? So he's done talking to you guys, and he kind of turns around and goes back in and shuts the door. Standing there with his hands in his bib overalls for a minute, spits a big jaw, you know, tobacco <laughs> juice. <laughs> so that's the discussions you had with him. So I guess it's now up to the three of you to decide what you want to do next. So I guess as we walk to the car, this is it. so uh, I guess we drive over there then. Yeah, why not? Let's yeah. let's see what's up with that little peckerhead. Yeah, yeah, I'm in, I'm interested to see uh, what uh, what technology has that, that that he's using for this. Do you think he could be doing something down there at the farm? Maybe that's why he's all we at here. If he's not a, like a real farmer, right? I I I don't know. I didn't I hmm, hmm. I didn't, I didn't thought about that. I just uh, assumed that he was maybe using some uh, improper shielding or uh, or something. Would would that affect us all the way back over at the Froggies though? If he was the uh, no no no, said? but no, but I uh, I'm assuming uh, uh, potentially it could have been a similar issue with Jensen's. Perhaps uh, perhaps some of the uh, some of the the casing for the the radio was uh, improperly installed or or not up to uh, specifications. Hmm. Well, it's new thing. Yeah. It, it could be why uh, why the the unit that Jensen uh, was able to give Stevie was uh, was marked defective, and he was able to 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 get it out. Oh, you think he put one over on uh, on Stevie? Oh, 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 ab- absolutely, yes, yes, I do. Uh, I don't know if that's going to go too good for him if he shows up again at the at the bar. I mean, he's uh, a nice guy and all, but I think Stevie might have his legs broken. No, no, no. I, well, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put Jensen in in that position. I, I wouldn't. I, I, I mean, that's you're, you're, you're not gonna, you're not gonna tell him, are you? Are? What? I mean, I don't know nothing about any radios. I mean, if if uh, you think that maybe it's it's broken, then 
I mean, we should probably tell him, right? I mean, he wants us to figure something out. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, 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 true, true. true. Well, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, de- we'll deal with that when it comes. Yeah, it's not my legs. All right, so is Hugh on board with going over and talking to this guy, too? Is he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he's interested. He's he's on board now. He's trying to figure out what the hell's going on here. Okay. So everybody hops in the mash, and Travis drives there. Like I said, it's a couple-minute drive over to the other farmhouse. It's almost the same kind of setup as Sobolewski. Uh, you know, there's, like, little garden plots around. The house looks like it's had a, a newer, fresh coating of paint on it, kind of stuff. But it just looks like a looks like a farmhouse set out with a little thing, and you know you drive up. It's the same kind of setup, you know, just gravel up to the up to the front of the house. And you know, Travis was looking around, so it doesn't look like there's any anything different with the way of you know the power lines or anything. They're still kind of set far back. You know, it's kind of running off the same that Sobolewski's was. Um, you know, back further away from the house. But, you know, there is the hookup up on the side of the house. Um, but, yeah, other than that, they kind of look the same, except this one looks like it's uh, you know been a bit spruced up compared to the other one. Who wants to talk to this guy? I think, Te- I think, I, I think Teach has got a, a a nicer face than both of us. I think probably Teach should still be the one that's doing the talking. I, 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 suppose, I suppose I could. Plus, you'll have tech. You can talk about tech. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do that. So I'll, I'll just lean on the car. Like, he's on the fender of the car, like, leaning on the car, smoking a cigarette. He will walk with Michael to just kind of be his backup, just in case something, just in case this rich prick ends up, you know, doing something or saying something stupid. Okay, so the two of you are going to go up to the front door then, and then... Travis is going to hang back. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give a knock on the door. Uh, <laughs> uh, no sound. Nobody answering. So um, Michael knocks again. Obviously no answer. There's kind of like a door. It's like in the middle of the house. And then there's like kind of two windows on the sides. Uh, you know, it's late morning. Uh, so there's like no lights on or anything, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no one's coming to answer the door. Are there uh, curtains or uh, or what, what would they be called? What the hell are they called? Like the things like the shears on the inside and uh, shutters, curtains? shutters, shutters. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, they're like are there like curtains or shutters or anything on the windows? Just some some curtains and drapes, but they're like kind of pulled back, right? So they're not. Oh yeah, the window. Yeah, they're. So, yep. Yeah, it, it's not like blocking anything. Yeah, so I'll uh, I'll kind of uh, Michael walk around a little bit and see if he can look in through the window, and okay. kind of announcing himself too, being like, uh, uh, Mister Mister McGahee. You look in, uh, don't really see anything. Uh, it's just it's let's say it's like a a one room kind of thing. You know, there's. There's a kitchen in the back and, you know, a couch and whatever, uh, a desk. Uh, You don't really see anything in there. Don't hear any answer back. How about Travis? How about everybody? Everybody give me, I was going to say awareness. What did we say? That's tied to 
Is that brains? I think it's uh, brains or psyche. I have it for psyche because it's just sort of a <clears throat> okay. thing for him. Yeah, go ahead and do that, everybody. Six, five, four. So I got an eight. Ooh, six. Four. Okay, so oh, where's that difficulty level? Oh, I just so everybody eight, six, and a four. Is that what we said? Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's start with the four. E, that was Hugh rolled a four, mm-hmm. right? So Hugh hears kind of like a, a low whistling sound, and you know he's kind of looking around. So you, yeah, so you you exceeded by one, so you nailed it precisely. So you just hear like this this like whistling sound. It's a, a bit low. It doesn't sound like people whistling, but it's kind of like a whistling sound. That was gonna be my question. Yeah. <clears throat> so he was like, "Guys, do you hear that? Now I hear now I hear some shit. Do you hear that whistling? It's like a low whistle. It's like a, it's but it's not like real people whistling. It's like something else." Yeah, no, for sure. That's different than than than, than what I was hearing from before. Mm. Okay. What what do you guys hear? Does it almost does it sound kind of like um uh like a like a low tea kettle sound or So we'll go with Michael next. You got 6, right Michael? Okay. Yeah. So that's that's uh yes and something positive cuz you did more than one. You hear the whistling sound and it doesn't sound like it's um, it doesn't sound like yeah. It doesn't sound like a tea kettle. Um, it mm. sounds almost like like the wind blowing through something and then being obstructed. Well, I guess that's what mm. whistling is, right? Because you purse your lips or whatever. But you know, it's almost like it's it's very low, but it's almost like wind blowing through something, and that something mm-hmm. like that is causing the um, causing the um, you know that 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 friction or the reaction. Is what's causing causing the sound. So, what would be the positive for that? Um, yes, and he can track down where the sound is coming from. Yeah. So, yeah. So you can you can hear. So, Hugh just kind of hears a whistling sound. So it sounds you know you're in kind of an open area. So you think it's just you know a whistling sound coming from somewhere. Michael can hear it, and he kind of knows that it's coming from the house. Um, you know, not necessarily where it's coming from the house, but it's coming from the direction, like the house out. It's not behind you. You know, you're staring at the house, and it sounds like it's coming in front of, in front of you. It's coming from inside the house, is what. Yeah, you're it's coming from the direction. <laughs> it's coming from inside the house. I knew it. And then for Travis, which is yes, and something positive. You know, you can hear it. To you, it's it's over and above. You know, the other the annoying sound you've been having recently, that's kind of internal that you're hearing that, but this is kind of external that's coming out and you can hear it. And, um, you know, you're back at the car, you know, you have your cigarette, you know, you immediately look towards the house and let's say on the top of the house, maybe there's like an extra floor and there's like kind of a window up there. Um, let's say you, you know, you can, you can hear that, it, it sounds like it's coming up from above and coming down. So it's not coming up from the door or anything, you know, it's coming up from the top. I'm trying to think what the positive with that would be. I find 10 bucks on the ground. <laughs> 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 like it just like sort of tumbles across and hits my foot. I bend down and pick it up and then I 
point with my hand with this, you know, with the cigarette up towards the the upper floor, and I'm like, you know, I think it's coming from up here. It's it sounds like it's in that spot. I would and it uh, it actually it would make sense to have uh, the radio uh, higher up for uh, for better uh, clear for for better uh, signal connection. So, but why is it whistling though? It's inside. The, there's no wind in the I, house. I I I, I think the uh, the sound might be coming from perhaps a uh, uh, a a hum of the of the static from the radio. Let's say maybe you're right. Maybe it, it doesn't have the shielding or whatever you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. See, yeah. I'm you, gonna. Oh, can I say something before yeah, you do that? Absolutely. Uh, I want to. Tr- I just want to try the doorknob really quick, just to see if it opens. Okay. While you do that, uh, so John, what were you gonna say? I think I said what I was gonna say. Okay. So I want you to remember this for the next the next one. So you're gonna have a plus one. John is because so that'll be the the something positive and while Hugh is shaking the doorknob and turning it you know so Michael's standing on the port or up, up near the door Travis is back near the car with the cigarette staring up at this window uh, Hugh comes up and starts turning the door as soon as you turn the doorknob and push in there's a big gust of wind that blows out from the house. So Hugh and Michael kind of get thrown back, not like completely tossed back. Mm -hmm. You're blown back from the door. Let's, let's do if you can see. So what would be to help them keep their balance? Would that be the grace? Uh, Grace. Grace. Well, maybe if you want to either one. So yeah, go ahead and do that to see if you stay on your feet or if you hit the ground, not that that you're, like I said, you're not getting tossed or anything super far back, but you're going to get blown down. Six and double fives. Six. Okay. So the both of you, both of you get blown back and you're still on your feet, but you're kind of, you know, wobbling a bit backwards. So that would be, so you nailed it exactly because it was a difficulty Mm -hmm. five. Um, so there's no yes, there's no and or but on that. So you just get blown back. You're like maybe blown back 10 feet back away from the door. Um, but you do get, grab your balance, and maybe your arms up in front of your head. John, you look up and see the window blow out and all the glass go flying. Oh, and I didn't make a roll. I, should I have made a roll? Uh, you're further back. Yeah, go ahead and make a roll, but it'd be a different DL because you're further back. Uh, so I'm going to make a grace roll. Uh, high is a five. Okay, so then you nailed it exactly because then that was difficulty four. So he, you kind of so when the when the window blows out, he dies for cover, right? Like this is not the first time something has exploded in my direction. So he's on the other side of the car, like just dives on the ground and you know fucking rolls up behind. And he's like, "What the fuck was that?" Okay, so then you dive out, hit the ground. Uh, the window blows out, and. Out of the window, you you hear this whistling. So the whistling gets louder. There's still like kind of gusts of wind going on. And what you see is this coming out of the window. Screen share. Let me know if you can see it. What the fuck is that? (laughs) You see that floating out of the window. Looks like an alien head, like a xenomorph on top of a fish on top of another. 
are a xenomorph on top of an octopus on top of a fish. <laughs> All right, now hold on. This is a psyche check. A hundred percent before we get the fuck out of here. Uh, no, I've seen this before. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After after a bad batch, you've uh, had a bad yeah. do that. Yeah. So wh- while you guys are making the psyche roll, so obviously th- there's wind blowing out from this thing's weird mouth, and then that's where the whistling's coming from. And you uh. push back by the wind. Well, I'm not going to make it. I don't think. <laughs> four. I got a four as well. I got a five. Okay, on the psyche roll that we have, John, for the Corthulu. Yeah, there's. Says, a... Yeah, Good. it says four for seeing some kind of weird, extra weird thingy. Um, so this might be a little bit more than just like seeing a deep one or a goal. Like this okay. is this seems like a whole other level because those are like kind band. of humanoidy shape. Kind <laughs> yeah. Of. Okay. Well, let's take that up then. Um, let me see. I mean, it's your call as the GM. No, 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 that makes Looking sense. at the picture, I, I feel like that's probably a, a higher roll. Okay, that sounds good to me. Yeah, I know um, if I saw that thing, I would shit my pants and then probably right. So, Okay, so let's say, okay, John rolled a four. Oh, don't base it on our rolls. You, you no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm going through. So Travis rolled a four. Michael, what did Michael get? Four. Uh, four. Okay, and what did you get? Five. Okay, so... It's on a scale of one to ten, right? So I would uh, say, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it could technically be higher, but well, no, I was just I want to make sure I wasn't confusing that with the the shock table kind of thing because I was just scrolling through real quick. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That, so that's a six. Then we'll say six, okay. and then for on this for the 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 psyche roll, miss more than one, miss by more than one, no, and the GM rolls on the shock table. And you get one psyche, minus one psyche. So, so we actually change that, right, Jesse? What are we doing? So we just take a trauma. Yeah. So now it's yeah. So now you roll on the shock table and gain a trauma. Okay, that's fine. And then what? Did, sorry, Hugh. What did you say you got again? You a got five. Six. Oh, you got a five. Mm-hmm. So you missed it by one. Um, so we doing for that? No, but uh, roll on the shock table, right? For both of them? Yeah, there's there's no extra. Okay, gotcha. No. So for miss by more than one or miss by one, it's roll on the shot table. Yep. So you okay. roll for all three of us. Okay, so I'm the one rolling for all three of you. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of a narrative thing. Anybody, like, we could technically, technically yeah. roll, but, like, to sort of reinforce the loss of control of the character, we make it a GM roll. Okay. So for Travis, Travis goes diving out of the way onto the other side of the car, Pops his head up and screams, you know, what the fuck is that thing? And he is on a five, so that's paralysis frozen in place. So he's back behind the car with his head popped up, staring at the thing. And when he screams, he kind of freezes and stares at it. Jaw open, just eyes big (laughs) as saucer plates. (laughs) And you see, like I said, this wind is still coming out and you hear that whistling sound. Um, And then next is Michael. And that is... A six. So Michael's a bit closer than Travis was. Um, that makes sense. And he starts screaming in fear or aggression. Definitely fear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then next to next to Michael is Hugh, where they got blown back, but they're still on their feet. And he is. <laughs> 
He is three, so he's rock solid and holding it together. So Travis <laughs> is stuck behind the there car with his head popped up, frozen. <laughs> Michael's screaming, and Hugh is holding it together. Yeah, Hugh Hugh pulls out his knife. pulls out his knife as he's yeah. like thrown back. He kind of like steadies himself, kind of with his arms back, but then he pulls out his knife out of his uh, out of his uh, ankle, like whatever. Uh, attachment and then he's just like what the fuck is this thing what the fuck <laughs> like he's holding it together but he's also still like yeah, fucking exactly. what the fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. you might okay. say he's unsettled <laughs> uh, there you go so nice. separately I wanted to try to cut after this but I don't know how much longer that's going to go so if we want to do the this thing bashes out of the house and sees you and cut it there, I'm quite happy with that because I want to do the combat, but I want to do it right as we discussed before. So I that might go a bit longer. Yeah, yeah. I think with like rule stuff that might exactly, might and I want to make sure bit. we did it because we had that discussion separately. I want to make sure yeah. we do it and get it framed right, and then walk through it because you know it's something we discussed. I feel bad, sorry that we couldn't get to the after that. That's what I was trying to get to tonight. But yeah, no, that's anyway, good. I was having a bit more fun. So yeah, the fr- the last thing you see is Travis behind the car screaming, "What the fuck?" Frozen. Michael is screaming, I'm sure, F bombs. <laughs> like <laughs> no, nah, I, I imagine him almost like like uh like hey hey from Moana when he first realizes he's in the middle of the ocean. He's just like <laughs> and Hughes calls calls a cucumber, but he's still screaming, but he's uh yeah. he's pulled out his his jabby thing and he's staring at it. Nice. We'll leave it there. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, we'll 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 do a. Po- I guess we're gonna not post show because we're gonna leave it in. I guess as far as like discussion stuff. But I'm gonna thank everybody for checking it out. We have coffee for sale. Uh, the legendary brew. You can hit tinyurl.com forward slash legendary brew or check out the link in the show notes. Uh, our Patreon is up. Um, so if you want to throw a couple of bucks at us that way, that's cool. If not, we mostly podcast for spite anyway so it's, it's probably fine um ratings and reviews on itunes help out a ton just uh, bumps everything up in the algorithms should also go and check out and rate monster hunt and the mfg cast as well two awesome other podcasts that i also happen to be on that's not why they're great they're great because of the 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 groups and the people who put all this stuff together uh so we appreciate you checking that stuff out as well uh, do you guys have anything before we sort of dissect what happened? Nope. nope. Cool. Thanks, everybody. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.